Have you ever wondered why some entrepreneurs seemingly catapult to the top in a short period of time, while others take years or even give up on their dreams? The fastest path to success is positioning yourself as an authority. Follow me on my journey to build my online dream business as I interview successful entrepreneurs, uncover marketing strategies to grow your business, and help position you as the authority. I'm Steph Shinneberry, and this is The Authority Marketing Edge. Welcome back to Authority Marketing Edge, and welcome back, Lindsay Sewell. I'm so glad to have you here. Thank you. I'm excited to be back. Lindsay is a social media marketing and mindset transformation coach, and she is the creator of Online Marketing Made Fun, which is her free Facebook group. So, Lindsay, I know we had you back. I know we had you on a podcast not too long ago, and you shared a little bit of your background, but for those that didn't hear it, do you mind uh, kind of telling us a little bit about kind of what got you into the online marketing space? Absolutely. So I was working in the corporate world for about 15 years and I loved what I did originally. It was really exciting. I got to do a lot of travel. I got to work in a big corporate office with a beautiful view, had big windows in my office, and uh, then I had children. and everything changed. I just resented the travel at that point. I resented the fact that I had this commute down to the city because I would drop my daughter off at seven o'clock in the morning and I wouldn't be home until about 536 at night and she would go to bed at seven. So I had, you know, five days a week, I had maybe an hour with her if I wasn't traveling for my job. And that was really hard because I felt like I was missing out on these milestones that I was never going to get back. And when we had our second daughter, I just decided that it wasn't worth it to me anymore. I mean, the pay was great and I had all this potential to climb the ladder and that just didn't matter because these two small children needed their mom and they needed her around more. Uh, so I took, I took like a, a job locally, but it w- just really wasn't very satisfying. Uh, you know, it was not doing what I was passionate about and I was still away like 40 hours a week. So I started looking around for, well, how can I, how can I work from home? And so of course I found network marketing, like probably many of your listeners yeah. <laughs> yes. have. And I thought, well, this sounds great. I just, you know, I get two people who get two people and I was all in and I made my list of a hundred names and maybe got a couple customers. And then I didn't know what to do next. And I remember my upline, you know, saying, well, just, just keep going, just keep talking about the product and just keep reaching back out to those people who said no until you get them to buy. And that wasn't working for me. And I almost, I almost gave up. I thought, okay, I'm going to have to go back to work. I'm going to have to find some sort of a corporate job again that gives me the flexibility that I want. It was really overwhelming to think about that. And then I came across attraction marketing. And I started applying the principles of attraction marketing. And I finally started seeing results in my business. And I finally started to see things turn around and I finally got people coming towards me instead of the other way around, which was amazing. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, so would you, 
I, I imagine most people know what attraction marketing is, but would you just like in a kind of give a little breakdown of what attraction marketing is? Right. So attraction marketing really boils down to understanding who your target audience and um, ideal customer is, knowing what their pains and their problems are, and then offering a solution, not just trying to sell your product or your service, your opportunity to everybody, but figuring out who has the pains that what you have can solve. And then getting out there, getting visible, doing things that build that know, like, and trust factor so that you get people reaching out to you and saying, hey, you're talking about my pain and it sounds like you have a solution to it. What is it? And, and that's really it is not actually talking about the products ever, but solving people's problems so that they start coming towards you. That's, that's exactly right. And it is isn't it a delight when you are actually... Hey, I'm showing up helping people and then they're reaching out to say, Hey, what do you have? What can you, how can you help me? And it really is a beautiful thing. And it makes you feel good that you're actually helping people instead of just trying to sell your products. Absolutely. So. You don't feel like you need to go take a shower after you <laughs> right. <laughs> for being you like, feel like that sleazy salesperson. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And, and what's so neat is that I get people then who come back and buy from me over and over and over again, because they know I actually care about helping them. It, it, isn't, it isn't transactional in that I just, oh, I just want you to buy this, this thing, this product. It really is about building that relationship with your customers and your business partners and your clients. Yeah, yeah, that's, all, that's awesome. You know, I think so many people, you said something about, you know, getting into network marketing um, about like, cause we get in there, we think this is gonna solve our, you know, our money problem or our freedom problem and all that. And then uh, our upline tells us how to do it and it just doesn't work. And I think there's so many dreams that are crushed right there because people don't go on to find the solution. I mean, that's what brought me into the online space was trying to figure out how to do this, how people were making it work. Um, right. Because really the, you know, the old school strategies do work for some people, but you're away, you're away from home a lot to really build a business that way. So anyway, I love that. So um, would you tell us about a big goal that you hit, like, or that first time that you just said, man, this attraction marketing or this online marketing works, and I think I can make a living at this. Was there like a moment or a turning point? Absolutely. So um, it was, I was, it was before I was really doing a lot of teaching and, and coaching, I was using these principles to build uh, my network marketing business. And I was actually seeing results and I ended up being able to earn a car with that company. I earned a $20,000 bonus. I mean, I don't say that to impress you. I say that to impress upon you that, you know, prior to that, just like a year earlier, I was struggling and making less than $200 a month in my business. Right. And after that, I started having even more people say, can you teach me what you did to do this? And it was really a turning point there where I went, oh, wow, like these results are bringing even more people to me who are maybe in other businesses and, and don't even want to join my business, but they want my help and guidance and coaching. And that was really kind of why I started 
not only my free online community, but then I started doing paid coaching. And I realized what was possible is that I could really build any kind of business I wanted from home by just tapping into how to serve the people who needed what I had. And and now what's so neat about that is it doesn't matter if it's network marketing or affiliate marketing, like you can create whatever you want when you know how to serve somebody where they need to be, where they need, where they need help. Right. Right. And that really is the key to success in anything that you're doing is, is, you know, serving and providing value. So. And there's so many ways out there to build a business. It doesn't have to be network marketing. It's, you know, I, I see people who are successfully building businesses on with dog grooming, using attraction mm -hmm. marketing, you know, there, you could, the sky is the limit really right. once you know how to find and attract those ideal customers. Right. Yeah. You can, you can, you can monetize your passion or whatever. If you find a way to, because people are looking for this, the knowledge or, you know, the solutions that you have in whatever niche you're in. Mm -hmm. Okay. What advice would you give those in this industry, in the online space, if they're trying to shortcut their road to success, are there any shortcuts? Well, first of all, one of the most important things is, I think, getting your mindset in order. I mean, you really need to have a strong, firm mindset, get past being judged by people, because that's going to happen. And if you allow that to slow you down, then you won't get the results as quickly. You won't show up for the people who are looking for you. So knowing that no matter what, not everybody's going to like you, that people are going to judge you and then moving past that and going, I'm here to serve those who are looking for me, who need me. And these other people just, they really don't matter. That will shortcut your process because on the days where you don't feel like doing the work, you're going to do it anyways. You're going to show up. And then the other thing is, is that you've got to get visible. If you're, I joke sometimes with my coaching clients and I say, are you a covert operative in your online business? Cause I can't tell that you're building an online business when I look at your online profiles. <laughs> so I'm trying not to bust out laughing. <laughs> that's awesome. But that's exactly it. I kind of want to, you know, shake people up and say, you have to be visible. You have to show people how you serve and help them. And I would say that my shortcut for that is video. Yep. And doing video to build that rapport quickly with people because when they see you and they can see your expressions and your emotions and you just build that instant credibility just because you are on a video. You know, there's a reason why we fall in love with celebrities and movie stars. We watch them on right. video and right. they've perfected that art of conveying their message through video. And so it's, it really is a fast way to build that credibility and to get very visible in front of people quickly and to do that marketing component so that you get people coming towards you. And, and, and instead of having to chase after people as a covert operative, <laughs> Yeah. You get people coming to you. Right. Yes. And that is so true. I mean, it is about, I mean, the whole idea behind this podcast is, you know, authority marketing. And I mean, authority marketing and attraction marketing, to me, they're about the same thing. But you are, you are positioning yourself, you know, 
by being visible and showing and providing value. Um, so that's really the key to it, I think. And I, it's so funny. I think really it does boil down to mindset. You know, I was telling uh, someone yesterday that the first time I went live, I like probably stood in front of the, the phone an hour before I hit the record button and my hands were like cold and clammy and sweaty and my voice was shaky. And it's just like, I mean, I went back and looked at that video before I did a video challenge not too long ago. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, it was horrible, but I did it. And you know, it, it does get easier. And that's a really powerful reminder. I think too, for your listeners, because they're going to see you now and see how comfortable and confident and postured you are. And it's a universal trait that we compare our weaknesses, not just to other people's like strengths, but to their absolute highlight reel. So we compare other people at their best to our absolute lowest point, not to our highlights, but to when we were like, oh, I'm terrible. And it's, it's just, it's so universal. And once you can understand that, you know, okay, everybody had to start at chapter one. No, right. nobody got to start at chapter no. 11 in the book to create success. We all started and everybody who's done a video, I was sharing my first Facebook lives the other day with someone. It was painfully <laughs> awful. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, and it just, you, confidence comes from doing. Right. You can't exactly. build yourself into yeah. it. And, you know, you bring up a good point. I, this is actually something I've been talking about a little bit because it's something I want to do is and is share the journey because I believe so strongly that when you reach, you know, when you reach the point where you're speaking on stages and, you know, all of these like accolades that you're on the stage with Grant Cardone or whoever, you know, then people are like, well, I could never do that. But when they can look at your reel that you've been, you know, you know, you've been recording your journey and they saw six months ago, a year ago, three years ago that you were just like they were starting out. Mm -hmm. I think it gives people the confidence and the courage to at least try and start. And so I think that's really important. Yeah. That's one of the things I was excited that I was able to find that and then, and then save it so that I could have that. I mean, my journey started just probably four years ago. And so it felt during it that it was really slow. It's just like with raising kids, like long days, short years. So when I was in the trenches, I'm thinking, oh, not getting the results I want yet, you know, on a daily basis. And then I look back uh, four years ago at where I came from and it's, it is mind blowing to see the difference from where I started on my chapter one. It's pretty mind blowing. I've known you I mean, I've kind of been following you for probably for a year or so, but like really in the last probably six to nine months, and I have seen you just kind of like explode. And, uh, you know, I, I do. Do you think they're like, I, I want to talk about uh, your experience on the show with, uh, with Ray and Jessica Higdon. Let's, let's talk about that for a minute. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. And I just, just so that they know, I still have a long way I want to go. I look at my mentors and leaders and think, I'm not there yet. And so that journey is never, you know, you're never going to feel like, I don't think you're ever going to feel like you've finally been like, I've arrived. And so it's so important to, like you said, document it and appreciate the journey and the struggles because 
you are making progress. And when you can look back and see that and still look at where you want to go, it's a really powerful motivator. Right. Right. So um, tell us about what it, the show was play bigger. What I, it was play to win. I'm sorry. Play to win. Okay. So uh, Lindsay auditioned, I think I'll, yep. if I don't have the details right, please correct me, but there were several of people that applied to uh, the show um, play to win. And uh, I'm just going to, cause I'm going to butcher it if I try to tell about it. So Lindsay was selected and she went on to do very well. And it was, I saw some of it and it, the questions were grueling. So can you give a little bit of a synopsis about what you went through and kind of like what it did for you? Did it help? Because I think kind of it did help with visibility and authority. And so if you'd speak to that, I would appreciate it. Absolutely. Um, it's funny because I went back and forth whether or not to apply and then just kind of push the button and hit send and thought, well, whatever happens, happens. And there were thousands of people globally who applied. Right. There was, I think, 45 of us that were actually selected to go on to do the filming last May. So that would have been May of 2019. And uh, we went to Florida and filmed for five days. And every day they would choose a group of people and they would put them through a series of marketing challenges. So there were interviews, there were actual challenges, people were having to sell um, swag in the streets of Fort Myers. We didn't end up having to do that on the day that I filmed, but we did have to come up within about 30 minutes, a marketing pitch for a restaurant in Florida that we had never, ever been to. And how could we get people to come to that restaurant? And, and then we had to, um, design a, you know, a, a marketing video and pitch this and see who could win this challenge because we'd been divided up into a couple teams. And so if you ever have, think about uh, performance under pressure, this was it. Yeah. You know, you're with a group of strangers and now you suddenly, and you're competing against them, but you have to work together. And so every day um, the, the groups of challengers went through different uh, challenges and then there was two finalists selected from each of the days of filming. And I ended up being one of the finalists from the day four. So then we had to go on to compete on the final day at Ray and Jessica Higdon's house. And, and this is a real exercise in mindset. I'm going to be very honest with you guys because the mindset journey is ever evolving. Mm. They said to us, they sent the finalists an email the night before asking us if we uh, we're allergic to seafood if we knew how to swim and if we were afraid of heights. And this was, I realize now that all of this was by design. They were trying to think, are they going to throw me off the boat? And <laughs> like, is it going to be like survivor? I created an entire story that we were going to have to jump out of an airplane into the ocean. I created this in my mind, right? Because I'm thinking, well, what is it? How, what is it possibly? What could we possibly be doing that they need to know if we're afraid of heights? And I think all of this was just to see who had the mental strength to go on to compete powerfully the next day in the finals. And I had a few hours that evening where I thought about going to the airport, getting on the plane and going home. Oh my gosh. Wow. Because I am afraid of jumping out of an airplane. 
And I thought, I can't do that. Yeah. Um, And it was really interesting because I had a talk with my husband, who's the voice of reason. And he said, you didn't come this far to only come this far. You're going to do whatever it is that you need to do tomorrow to compete, to win. And, and I'm very fortunate that I have a spouse that will give me those hard truths. Yeah, that's awesome. And so I went the next day into the competition, ended up getting into the final three and being very, very close to taking the grand prize. It was at the very end that as Ray and Jessica went back and forth, it was actually Michelle Culberson who did take the grand prize and uh, won a year of coaching with the Higdons, which is an amazing, amazing opportunity. What an amazing opportunity. But it's funny because we couldn't release the results of the show for, we filmed in May and the results of the show weren't coming out until October. And so I came back and I had numerous people saying, well, you've won the show. I can tell by the way that you're showing up. You're getting the coaching, obviously. And I thought, what an interesting opportunity for me to see how these people believe something because of the way that I'm presenting myself. Right. That's huge. And that this show was so transformational because if I would, I battled these incredible fears, competed at this like just incredibly challenging level, coming back and building a business, reaching out to somebody to see if they were open to taking a look at what I had to offer or getting on a Facebook live. It just wasn't scary anymore. Isn't that cool? And, and so that was a really, really powerful moment for me was to hear people have their story of the way I was showing up and then to know that that literally was a choice that you can make at any time. Exactly. It's like, yeah, you know, that is so true. And I think, you know, Tony Robbins talks about this a little bit. It's not, you don't have to like, you know, mindset doesn't have to take like years to change. It's like, once you have the, the, the awareness, now the wiring is there, you're going to have to like make the choice again and again, mm-hmm. you know, every day, but you can actually shift, make a shift in an instant. And it's, and it's awareness, I think. Um, yeah. And that was, that was an instantaneous shift of you get to choose how you show up to people because I knew the results of the show. I knew that I hadn't won that coaching. I knew that, but I also knew that I had chosen to show up as a winner after it had been filmed, but before it had been aired and, and, and no one needed to know that, but me, and I got to create the business, the brand, the life that I wanted. And, and everybody else who's listening here, you can do that too. You can do that in an instant. You can choose how you want to show up for the people who are looking for you. It's so true. That is so, that's beautiful. That is such good advice. It really is. I mean, it's showing up and it's showing up believing, you know, and it, you're not going to be perfect on camera ever, but you're certainly not when you're starting out, but that's okay. People appreciate authenticity and they appreciate, you know, the vulnerability that you are showing up when they know that you're just starting out. I I believe that. So, and, and on the show, it was really interesting because we filmed for probably each day was 12 hours of filming almost. 
And we had, and it got edited down into our long episodes. So we had no idea how we were going to come across on camera. So that was another mindset piece of letting go of that fear of judgment because there was no control of how other people would react to any of us on the show. And there was even at a greater level, no control of how it would be edited to look because it's a reality show. So they're going to make it dramatic. (laughs) Yes. And if you know anything about editing, like it's amazing. Like I enjoy editing just because I can go in there and like take something for fun. That's not even what it means and change the meeting just by like splicing stuff together. So yeah, you really have to have a faith that they will, they will edit you in a good light, which I'm sure for that they would, but it's like, yeah. Well, and, and many of us, after we watched the episode went, wow, there was so much that wasn't put in that would have given those scenes more context. And we knew it, we knew the context, but there's only so much time and you need to you need to move the show along. And it was just, it was a really, really powerful exercise in, in letting go of that control because you don't have that control over anybody but yourself. That's, that's cool. So do you have a process that when you have those moments of doubt or fear that, that we all have, even when we, you know, get to the next level, we're still always going to have doubts and fears. That's just the way our brain works because it's trying to keep us safe. So what, what do you have a process that you use to kind of, well, if you, yeah, if you've ever read the book um, by Gay Hendricks, the, the big leap. Oh, I haven't. It talks about your upper limit. And we all have one, they're all different, but it's when we are growing and stretching and doing something that we haven't taken on before. And like I said, that's different for everybody. We hit these upper limits and those, those self-conscious habits and limitations and doubts, they come up. But when you understand that my process now is going, oh, oh, I'm hitting an upper limit. This is coming up because I am doing something that is uncomfortable, that's stretching and growing me. And that's a good thing. And so I'm able to identify it now and recognize it and go, okay, how am I actively contributing to something that I actually don't want in my life if I listen to these voices? Mm. You know, if I go back into my habits, if I go, this is scary, so I'm going to go clean the house instead. Right. Then I'm actively going to contribute to a future that I don't want because I'm not going to get the result that I want. I'm not going to take that next level. And so it's really for me now a process of recognizing it. And that's what I, I teach the people that I work with is to look at it and to go, okay, this thought is coming, but I don't have to attach meaning to it. And what is the habit that is trying to come back up for me as I'm doing something new and different and challenging and I'm growing? Mm, I love that. You know, there's, I don't know, I don't know who does this quote, but um, it's something along the lines of, you know, a mind expanded to, you know, it never can, it's like a rubber band. Once you stretch it out to a certain point, it'll never go back to its same elasticity. And you know, awareness and mindset is like that as well. I did some coaching with, with Rob Dial not too long ago. He's, he has a podcast called the mindset mentor uh-huh. and uh, it's like the top mindset podcast uh, in, I don't know if it's in the world, but it's definitely in the U S so 
he'll wear, he wears a rubber band on his wrist and he talks about, you know, stretching the rubber band. It, it'll never go back, but he also uses it as when he has those like negative thoughts or like he doesn't want to do something. He, he pulls that band and pops his wrist. It's like to remind him that, no, you're going to do it anyway. You know, you're going to do it anyway. And, uh, I mean, I was, I was wearing for one for a while. I, I really do like that, but I, I love the concept of, you know, stretching yourself to the point of, you know, out of your comfort zone, you'll never shrink back to that same place where you were afraid, you know, you're going to have a new rubber band that's going to be around you. That's you're going to have to stretch even further, but I really love that. And I, and I'm definitely going to go check this book out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I'm going to check that podcast out. And Oh yeah. And they're short digestible. I'm actually doing something with him right now, but he's, he's pretty, he's got the mindset stuff down. So yeah, you'll, you'll enjoy the podcast for sure. Fantastic. Awesome. Oh, this has been awesome. Uh, okay. I'm going to ask you a couple more questions. So do you have, uh, any, so you're, you're so creative, like you're always coming up with stuff. Do you have like some kind of like brainstorming process or, uh, the way you brainstorm ideas or, so one of the things that I think causes a struggle with content creation is really not knowing who your ideal customer or audience is and what their problems are. Because when you can tap into that and understand that, and there's a little, uh, there's a little hint here, it's probably you. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> When you can tap into that and understand that, you can really create endless amounts of content because you can look at the struggles and the challenges that you had when you were first getting started. And you can go back to, well, if somebody could have solved this problem for me when I was first getting started, how much easier would my life have been? How much of a shortcut would that have been for me? And then you can get really comfortable with, I honestly... I ask my audience all the time when I, I recently did a challenge for them and it was all around content creation. And that's not the thing that I would have thought that they were struggling with most at that moment. But by asking them, I got that feedback and I, I know them well enough and I've delivered enough value to them that people are very honest in my free community with saying, Hey, this is what I want help with next. And so learning, you know, who you are, what were your pain, struggles, and frustrations when you started building your business? And then understanding that those are the things that your audience is also going to struggle with. How can you help them in those beginning stages that they may not have overcome yet? And then being able to ask them, say, what is, what is it that I can help you with most right now? I love it. I love it. And that I, I do agree. It, it basically, instead of thinking, what can I create? Uh, content about it gives you like constraints and we are more creative when we have like some constraints because it gives us kind of like some guidelines. So. Absolutely. I love that because you're not just saying, well, I can do anything over here. You're figuring out what people that you are serving most need and working within there in a creative way. Yeah. Love that. Okay. I've last question (laughs) has your uh, overall vision and I, I think you've answered this a little bit, but I kind of a little bit about where you want to go. Kind of has your overall vision uh, of your business shifted, um, you know, since you've even kind of since you got into coaching, 
Absolutely. So when I first got started, um, I'll be really honest. It was all about me and my family. It was, how can I make enough money to stay home with my children and not put our, our family in financial turmoil? I didn't want to be in a position where we had to cut out everything. You know, kids can't do activities and we can't take vacations because mom wants to be home. I wanted to make sure that we could continue to have the lifestyle that we wanted and, and have those experiences with our children. Um, but as I grew, it then started to be about serving the individual members of my team. How can I help them get results in their business and create the lifestyle that they want for their family? But recently it's grown bigger because now when I coach people, I want to coach the impactors. Mm -hmm. So I really focus on coaching high-performing people who don't quite know yet just how incredible and extraordinary they are because I want to watch them impact the thousands and thousands of people, Love not it. just their individual family, but what they're going to do for the world. So it just, it has continued to grow and it becomes, becomes more gratifying than just me worrying about a sale so that my family can put food on the table I now get to watch other people go, oh my gosh, I've just done this massive, incredible thing. And look at all these people I'm serving. One of the girls that I'm, I'm coaching, she uh, launched a, a Facebook community all around goal setting and had hundreds of people join within the first couple of weeks because they wow. desperately needed help with that. Oh, neat. And that was really rewarding to see that that was something that she was scared to launch. And we working together got her to that point so that she could impact those hundreds of people like instantly. It was, it was just, it was wonderful to see that. That's awesome. And then you get this ripple effect. So mm -hmm. someone that you taught is now making an impact on hundreds of people that are going to go make an impact on hundreds of people that are going to go make an impact on, I love it. And you know, and it's, it's okay. This it's also okay. If your goal is to just, want to stay home and be with your kids and family because you're still going to have an impact, you know, being able to spend more time with your family. And, you know, I think it's so wonderful that there, you know, there's a place for everyone, you know, on the spectrum of where they want to go, you know, with, with their goals. So I love it. This has been absolutely amazing. You're amazing. Well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate you letting me share with your audience today. Oh, I love it. I love it. They're going to love this. So, Okay, Lindsay, where can they find you? Sure. So I do have a website. It's my name, lindsaysewell.com. So you can find me there. And on that website, if you want, you're able to join my free online community. So you can connect with me there. Um, it's on Facebook. And then because attraction marketing was such a game changer in my business and my life, I wanted to gift your audience um, my attraction marketing secrets ebook. This is something that you can use in any business that you're building to really bring in that ideal customer that you're looking for. And you can find that at go.lindsaysewell.com forward slash ebook. Awesome. Yeah, go get that ebook. It's awesome. Thank you so much. You are so very welcome. All Thank right. you for having me. Have I can't wait day. to watch your journey and, and listen to all these podcast episodes that you're putting out.
Thank you so much. I'm glad to be on the journey with you. It's pretty awesome. Thanks. Likewise. Thanks for listening, guys. This has been Authority Marketing Edge with Steph Shinneberry. Thank you so much for joining us today. If you've enjoyed the show, please give us a review and I'll send over the Authority Marketing Guide, the why and how you should be positioning yourself as an authority. Again, thanks for joining us. This is Steph Shinneberry with Authority Marketing Edge.